Welcome to the first episode of the Glenbrook Village Podcast. I'm Herbie, um, and my co-host is Corey. I'll let him introduce himself. What's up, y'all? I'm Corey. Uh, we're coming here today, you know, just hanging out, trying to have a conversation, trying to talk some whatever we want, you know. It's been one of those years. It's kind of weird. Shit's been crazy. I can't even so, can't even come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, I guess we should start with that. That's a good. Um. So. That's like the. Yeah, I guess I live in Canada. Yeah, and I'm. I'm in the states right now. I'm in Cleveland. Yeah, and I'm in. I just recently this year moved to Vancouver in Canada. It's on the, it's on the west coast. It's in British Columbia. For you who don't know, yes, the joke has been made, but Canada is not just Toronto. One whole big place. We have provinces like you guys have states or wherever you're from, and it's split up. Bro, when I moved, when I moved here, and I told people I was from Canada, they were like, "Oh, so you from Toronto?" Like, nah, man, there's like a whole other country. Like, people just know the Raptors, and that's it. Well, it's like, it's kind of sad because even even here, I realize that when like all the people from Seattle come over, it's mainly to, ga- to grab all like the retro grizzly stuff. It's like, that's how like Vancouver's still known down there. It's just like, oh, yeah, you guys like used to have the grizzlies, and it's like, yeah, but uh, you know, like we're still here. I don't know, man. I feel like I thought people would know Calgary, like the place hosted an Olympics, but then I realized it was a Winter Olympic, and people probably didn't care. Yeah, I don't. Well, like especially back then. Yeah, like it was '88. Like people probably don't know, but still, like Calgary has other shit. Like we got the Stampede, the Flames, and the list. The flames. No, I'm kidding. There's... <laughs> the flames. Fuck. Uh, fuck the flames. But I'm not talking about hockey. Just fuck hockey. No. Mm-mm. No, anyways, back to why you can't come home. It's just, you know, on top of COVID, what, it's looking kind of rough for you down there. Man, I, like, I hope that the border gets opened up soon. Because, like, I'm ready to get out of here and just be around, like, people and stuff I know and are familiar with. Like, I'm too old to be, like, trying to make too many new friends and get adjusted somewhere else without a significant (laughs) other in my life. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. Like, if I moved here with, like, a girlfriend, I feel like it'd be a different scenario. Yeah, because you're tackling it. You're, like, tackling all the issues together. Yeah. But, like, I'm down here by myself. It's a little bit more difficult. And I'm not here yeah. for I'm not here for work. And, like, it's, like, a short-term, like, turnaround. Like, I want to be back in Canada soon. But it just yeah. sucks that, like, you know, right now, everybody has all this free time. And this would have been, like, the perfect time to just come back to Calgary and, like, Google it for a little bit. Yeah, no, that's rough. It just hasn't hasn't been a lot of people's year. But at the same time, at the same time with all this going on, like there's been like as of lately, 
I've been pretty happy to see that like a lot of acquaintances, even like a lot of good friends have been making some really big moves, you know, buying property. Yeah. You know, having having children, having children and stuff. So it's like it's kinda nice. It's kinda nice that as of lately it's been a nice boost there. That's true. And then but even like even off like bouncing off what you're saying, because like I made the move to Vancouver out of Lethbridge. But even when I moved to Calgary from Lethbridge, I always had Brianna there. So Yeah. It's, it's like it was one of those things where even if she was like at work or she went to a certain event and she connected with some people, I could easily yeah, come, like, exactly. I could easily come in too, right? So it's kind of like a double, you get double the chances depending on what you like to do and like where you tend to go. Like it's easier to network that way, I feel like. Oh yeah, big time. Like even like the biggest example I can think of, of is this past year, like moved to Vancouver, Right before this entire pandemic starts, uh, I'm out of work because I work like frontline type, frontline type, like with people. So that's not something that was accepted at that point. You know, like that was like the worst thing you could do was just like mingle with anybody. Yeah, like they were so like, I'm, uh, no, you got to go home, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're not hiring anyone either, right? So I've just moved. And, like, that's fine. I knew I'd be unemployed for, like, a little bit moving here. I didn't think I'd have a job right off the bat, but I didn't think a pandemic was going to come in and throw me on my ass for a few months. But, like, uh, but, then man, you realize, but then you realize with Brianna working and Brianna still being able to, even if she's working from home, but, you know, and she has little, like, a few, uh, like, a friend group here established. I was able to kind of, like, go off that. Yeah. I was able to, like, meet some people through there. I was able to, even if it was on, like, through, like, online games and, like, streaming on streaming on Twitch so that we could do, like, Jackbox games and stuff. Like, that's kind of what we did. So it was, it was a little bit easier to still try and build a connection. And even now that certain phases are kind of, like, lifting, I've met some new people and I've been able to kind of go from there. So it's not all my effort. Shit has been a lot more... Loose there for y'all. Like okay. I, like just even from the jump, it definitely is, was handled a lot better there than it was. Well, it's like even even BC at the beginning for the first, I say the first three months of the pandemic, like from um, from March to June, like we were basically the best province. Like, we were handling it the best, even in Canada. So if you think Canada was doing well, like, BC alone was had kept it more or less to the... As sad as it is, and it's like... I'm not trying to say that they were basically people who should have, like, had this happen. It's really sad. It was all, like, the senior homes. So they yeah. were the only ones really getting the outbreaks here. So it was pretty contained. I think, like, also, like, a big... A big reason why, like... Canada hasn't been as bad as it has been in the States is because there's not so many people living on top of one, one another. You know what I mean? Like Canada is like this big country yeah. that doesn't have a lot of big cities. So it's kind of hard for that sh- for it to spread unless like people start going into like those, 
you know, like the touristy things, like people like to do, like go to Banff, like go hiking. That's like, that's when you're going to start to see that like overpopulation of people and like being crowded. But other than that, like it doesn't really happen too often. So that's why I see like the spread isn't like that serious. And it also like, that's why I know why they don't want to open up the border because you just like, people here right now are just like, yo, fuck, need to go anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you open up the border, like I can guarantee you like there'd be thousands of people like they want, you know? No, that's a good point. Well, even even with the little, um, like even with the border being open for certain how was it? There was like a loophole because Bro, people Alaska were saying that yeah, people were saying they were like, driving to Alaska and then they were just chilling in in Banff. Yeah, that was like that was the issue because who was checking? Yeah, there's no so way to once, there's no way to verify that. Like no, like it's at the beginning once you were over the border and driving around unless unless you had a local citizen who like snitched there was no way well and then i think they had like a stipulation where like yeah like we'll let you through but you're gonna have to like quarantine before you like continue your travel or something wasn't it like that like no the rule that came in like months later like it i'm like it's pretty recent i'm pretty sure if i'm not wrong it only came in about six weeks ago but i'll say six to eight weeks to be safe only because, man, with this year, I haven't been able to keep track of time with shit. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be safe and say six to eight weeks ago was um, what they basically did was they kind of, um, they basically did what Google Maps does, where it gives you a certain amount of time that you should be able to go from the, like, the check-in on the border crossing all the way to Alaska. Oh, so what and happens if you don't if make you don't it? Make so it like, like it. <laughs> If you don't make it in a certain amount of days, like I'm pretty sure, I don't know if there's like a warrant for your arrest or you like when they find you, you get fined, but like police are out for looking for you. Bro, or they have, cert- or they have was... certain checkpoints that you have to hit along the way. So they do like two or three check-ins where you have to like just go in. And I don't know if you have like a ticket or I don't know if you take a piece of paper and get a stamp, but just oh, to okay. make sure that like within the certain amount of hours that they've given you and they give you a little bit of a surplus. It's not like... Canada's not trying to be stingy and say, okay, from, for example, let's say it takes 26 hours, you have to be there in 27. No, it's, I think, a little more like, okay, if it's a 30-hour trip to get to Alaska, then you have, like, 45 hours. Bro, I'd be... Like, make use of it. I'd be so mad if, like, I was a cop or something, and they're like, yo, go, uh, this guy's five minutes... To get to the border, if he's not there, go find his ass. I'm like, yo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like they're, like they're here now. Like they might as well just fucking stay. That's like the last thing I'm gonna do. Yeah, we need to go but pick. That's like, some, like, what are you that's gonna some do? Easy work. Yo, I no. Mean, listen to this logic though. Like, all right, we're gonna come. After, we're gonna come. Like, track you down. It's like, yo. First of all, you could be anywhere from that stretch of Montana to Alaska, A, like, B, when I find you, what am I supposed to do with you? All right, turn around and go back. You know what I, like, yo, (laughs) 
It's just so <laughs> it re- it's so redundant. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess it is a little bit like funny sounding when you say it. like I think okay. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like once you break it down like that, it does sound kind of unrealistic. The only like yo, what is- if the person's all the way in yellow knife? And you catch them, and they're like, bro, you got to turn around. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm closer to Alaska than I am Montana. Why do I got to turn around? Like, okay, sorry, that's, first... that's the rule. You got to go back. I'd, <laughs> I'd be pissed. I actually, I think they let you, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they let you go. Like, depending how close you are to the border. Well, what do they do, follow you? Like, all right, bro, you night. got, all right, bro, you got 12 more hours. Giddy up. I'm gonna follow no, you. No, but I think the I think the fine is hefty. Like I think it's in like the thousands. But do you it's got like your first fine? All right, but do you got paid in Canada? What do you mean? Like all right, <laughs> like you you got. Oh no no no! It's like a, I'm pretty sure it's like a border deal, Canada and U.S. All right, because I was like, <laughs> you got to pay it in Canada. Like I'm flying back. Yeah. Get to Alaska. Say, get to Alaska. I'll hop in one of those propeller planes and fly my ass back to the states. <laughs> Not Yo, you gotta risk it sometimes. Who has paying the a, money for those? Paying a thousand dollars. Fuck that. Because I didn't. Yeah, I think. Get, yo, I'm road tripping. I'm tired. Like I'm taking a nap. I don't I care. Don't care. I don't care. No, but I'm saying like I don't care if I got forty hours to get there. Like, if I'm an hour thirty six, and I can't drive for four more hours. I'm taking I'm taking a four hour like I'm going to sleep. Who's yeah, but like who is road tripping during the pandemic? Plenty of people. <laughs> Bro, I, I guess I went on I went on Instagram like when was when was that long weekend in August? The last weekend? Yeah. Bro, I go on Instagram that weekend. Everybody, I swear, everybody I knew from Calgary was in BC. Ew. And you know what's funny is too, like, <laughs> there's always those people who are like, "Yo, fuck the city." It's always the same group of people, like, "Yo, fuck the city." I'm so tired of the people in the city. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. And they all, and when that happens, they all have the same plan. They're like, "Yo, next long weekend." We're going to Kelowna. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like, you guys said you were tired of seeing everybody in Calgary, so you think it's better just to go to Kelowna to see everybody there? Like, uh... I don't understand people's logic. Like, if I'm tired of somebody, like, people, just in general, mm-hmm. I'll just hibernate and be by myself. Like, I don't have to go somewhere to get away from you. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize... <laughs> I didn't realize, one, that, like, that's true. Everyone always goes to the same spot, like, the same few cities. But that's also because, you know, I don't blame people in Calgary. You don't have a lot of, like, if you want to go to a city-type environment that's not camping, you don't have a lot of choices because you're not going to Edmonton. Two. No, yeah, you're not going to Edmonton. Um, you're, forced. you're, like, you're not going to go anywhere east to Saskatchewan. And you're not going down south to the Bible Belt of Alberta. So you have to head west. So I don't really blame them too, too much. Because even anteing up to drive to, like, Van is quite a Fuck that quite a trip. Catch me in a cornfield in Sask. 
like if you say you don't want to be around people, then go go like not be around the same type of people. Uh, fuck. That, yeah, I guess man. you know I didn't really realize how like how easy it was to actually get away from people by just like hang with yourself. It wasn't until it's it not until you get let. Well, there's like it's not until like you got locked down for me that I was like, man, yeah. like you don't really need to like go somewhere to like get away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it's mental. But like, no, that's true though, because I think for me, it was when I moved to Lethbridge. I got there. I like met. I went through like kind of a little bit of a of a phase where I was going out with like Brianna's work friends and like we had like other friends like she had established another group of friends there and then I kind of came in and made my own good group but over the time what ended up happening is uh a few of my main friends ended up kind of moving out going on with their lives and I was like super happy for them but it was kind of tough for me because I lost all my um genuine connections that I had kind of made myself that I hadn't really piggybacked off Brianna so then I still had other connections that I had made off her and that was fine, but I had kind of stopped hanging with her work friends too much, like going to the bar because I just didn't want to be like a bar regular. Like that was never something I had in mind for my life. And it's not like there's anything negative about like blowing off steam, going to the bar because in Lethbridge, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Like there's, there's quite a few other things to do. Like I'm not going to paint it like that. Like it's, it's like this super small town. It's a hundred thousand population, but there's yes, not really, there's not, yeah, a lot to do on a Friday night when you want to just blow off a little steam and you don't want to make a massive effort. So people tend to go to the same. Bro, isn't Lethbridge rough? Bars. Like, don't people be getting stabbed in bars out there? Like, low key? You know, not so much in the, not so much in the bars. It's just like you get the, you honestly just get the fact that um, since it's such a like small downtown, kind of like a very like, very like the downtown's very isolating and it's very small in comparison to a lot of places it's the vulnerable population down there that tends to aggravate each other and once in a while you well not even once in a while i'd say half the time you end up getting some citizens who are just assholes and are out on their own bender so they decide to fuck with the vulnerable population so it's like a that's like it's kind of like that type of shit right it's like it's always and it's always like a drug deal or it's always a some type of theft. It's always starts as that, like a petty theft or like a drug deal gone wrong. Like it's not, you know, people in left like people in Lethbridge aren't going out there, just out to murder right off the bat. But they're just like it kind of it escalates to that because of the fact that there's so many, there's access to weapons, yeah. um, and especially because it feeds in from all like Lethbridge is like a feat. It's like a the city is kind of a big metropolis it's a big uh center area for a lot of little towns and villages to feed into it's like a feeder city i guess so you get a lot of people from agricultural and all this other stuff and it's very very conservative minded in the older population and i don't know that's you know that's like that's half the reason why i don't want to go out here like i don't want to be out somewhere and then shit pop off like don't stab me around shit i don't know (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck anyways going off like the original thing that i was trying to get to and um they ended up leaving i ended up kind of pulling myself from the bar scene because i didn't want to do that and then i started kind of hanging by myself like at home 
Fridays and like some Saturdays when she'd go out with them. But then she got the opportunity and then like she got the opportunity to come out here originally first to do like a six month stint of work. So I stayed back in Lethbridge and man, I got into work. I got into just like working out into just kind of like um, hanging out by myself at home. And it was so freeing. Like it was, I had never really done that. I'd always been, people had always kind of like labeled me as like an extroverted person. And I started doing more research and reading into it. And nah, man, like it was so nice. Like I, I appreciate my alone time so much more now. Like I took it for granted for so many years when I was younger. Yeah. When I had alone time. Like now I like, I don't, I don't have that FOMO shit anymore. Like I used to have, a, like I didn't realize how much of that stuff I kind of like, had for a bit and like how much of my stupid choices or a lot of the stupid situations I'd get into would be because of that and it's like man it was so nice like it was in a weird way like I didn't realize it at the time I was like kind of worried I was like man I'm not making a lot of friends hanging out with a lot of people but I was like no I think I needed it I needed all those months to just do my own do my own thing a lot of that comes from like maturity too though you know what I mean? I'd hope. <laughs> no, nah, like I, I'd hope I'm maturing while doing it. Yeah, I can only hope. No, nah, but like when you're, you know, it always clicks. Like at a certain age, you're like, man, like I don't need to be out all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just like a part of that process just, of like growing up, where you like, you're like, you know what? Like I really don't need to be out all the time. And like now, like things I appreciate more would be like let me just call up like five or six of the homies and like have them come by your place and just kick it yeah like that's like more that's more fun to me than like going out 100% I can hear you I don't gotta yell over the fucking music like you know what I mean no I agree I I like recently went back to Calgary for a wedding um it was it was pandemic safe, so don't worry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> no, I just know people freak out with big things. No, they were they did it really. It was really nice. Um, I ended up going back to the the groom's house and hanging with just like five or six of us, and it was so nice. It was like just so much natural progression of conversation. There was no. It almost felt like there was no effort needed. Yeah. You know, like it was everything was just like and was pretty, uh, pretty calm. It was nice. It was super nice. So, man, we got. So the first presidential debates happening. Is that tonight? Yeah, and it's actually here in Cleveland. Why Cleveland? Uh. Ohio's like, Ohio's definitely like a swing state when it comes to yeah, right. It's a major. When it, it's a pretty, it's a pretty major swing state when it comes to like elections. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It makes sense for them to have it in Ohio because, like, you know, this will be like one of the crucial like battleground states for these guys to win. Like here, Pennsylvania is like another big one. Florida, Texas, but like. So it makes sense. I just know, like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be glued to like 
the debate itself, Twitter, because I know there's going to be mad protests. Like, I I like went on Twitter yesterday and, like, looked up, like, Cleveland protests, and there was, like, yeah. two separate ones planned. Like, uh, like opposite views or the same view? Like the same, like the same view, but they were just like in different oh, locations. Okay. Like, yo, we're gonna go protest oh. here. We're gonna protest here. It's like, okay, all right. So there's like two separate protest plans. So you already know, like, there's gonna. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of activity by wherever they're, wherever they're doing this thing. Hmm. Like it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty crazy wherever they're doing it. I'm already it's got predicting. To- I'm already it's predicting like it. I'm already predicting some crazy stuff going on tonight. Hmm. Are they like uh, they, they got to be in a pretty public place where they're having the debate, right? Uh, let me look. I'm I'm assuming um, that most of these debates tend to happen where. You can like broadcast it from like I guess it's not that hard these days with technology to do it from anywhere, but still at the same time I'm just, like I'm just assuming they'll go to a nice, a nice location or a location that's maybe important to the government or to the state somehow in Cleveland. Like I don't know. I'm assuming it's gonna be somewhere downtown. Yeah, like a center, some convention center, or something. But I don't know. Are they selling tickets? No, there, there's no go, way. Can you like go in person? I don't think you can because probably because of the pandemic stuff. And because it's presidential ones don't usually get an audience at all, right? It's usually got to be more like municipal. I'm not even sure. I'm. This will be like, I've never been like so invested in a presidential campaign, dude. I don't think a lot of people have. Like you know, like it's well, especially because like the so last is, polarizing one. The last polarizing one where, well, like I'm Obama, not, the I'm Obama, Obama's first, say. the first was Obama like, run, that was like pretty like historical though. Like that's why it was so big. But I still didn't follow it. Like I wasn't. Yeah, but like, you also you also weren't living there. That's the other thing I was about to say. Like <laughs> I, I'm thinking like this. This is the first time I actually like have the opportunity to vote. So I think that's why I'm so invested. Can you imagine because, that like. Just like the most, like, don't mean to interrupt you, but just like, bro, like the one, of course, of course, like basically what we could, if not the Obama, the first Obama run with, was it with Romney that he had to beat? No, was that the first one? Was that the second one? McCain was the first one. Romney was the second one. Well, so Obama with McCain, if that's not the most polarizing one, or even Obama with, um, fucking, I just said his name. How did I fucking forget it? Like, Christ, um, it's this one. This is the one that you get to vote in, like this fucking year of all and the years for like, your first time to vote and matter, and for you to move down there. It's this fucking year, bro. And I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't like either of these motherfuckers, but I just know I, like I just know Trump's got it. He's got to go. He is like with Brianna's sister all the time. Like not all the time, but like. We just like it's not that we like it's not that I'm saying that Trump should win or anything because I'm not saying that shit at all. It's just that half the time I just tend to play a little devil's advocate and be like, okay, but Biden does this. Like this is also what Biden does, and like he's not trustworthy because of this. You know, 
Well, like, like Biden's Biden's been in politics for so long. He's obviously he's done some things that are like people. You know what I mean? There yeah. are people out there who definitely like probably don't line up with his values. Like he's a career politician. He's been in this shit for a long ass time. So he's got like there's records on stuff that he's done. You know what I mean? And I don't think he'd be like I don't know if he'll be a good president. But I just know like Trump's not a, a fucking good president. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna vote for Biden. Like Fair. I don't know, man. Like yeah, we can't I can't see this guy in office for four more years. There's I've never seen like the states be so divided. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just like, you know, right, right wing, left wing. Like, it's not, it's more than that. Like, there's people even within like the right wing that are split. There's people in the Democratic Party on the left who are split. Like, nobody's seeing eye to eye on shit. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't even, like, even seeing it from up here, and I think I've always been, I don't know, it's kind of, it can be a good thing or a bad thing, but I've always been really interested in American politics more than Canadian politics. You know, Canadian politics, I tend to only follow when the election kind of comes around, like, depending if it's, like, municipal, provincial, kind of. Have the same government run for so long, and there's never any. Yeah, but it's also not like a like here. It's like a spectacle. But that's like, what I mean. There's. I was about to say there's never ever. It's not like a giant spectacle when there's like a Canadian election. I don't know this one with this one with Trudeau coming up is going to be a fucking. I can tell you it's going to be a clown show because it's already mimicking a lot of what the U.S. was doing. Like I'm not I'm not looking forward to it at all. There's going to be so much like this next Trudeau one, especially like. It's going to be interesting to see who decides to run for prime minister as well on the opposite ones. Like you already know Jagmeet Singh's running probably, but um, I could see he, I could see like, I think he'll like that. They're NDP, right? Yeah. I could see NDP winning the next election. I don't, I think he, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't I know. personally, I, really... I don't know if it's, it's not because of the political party. I think it's more because of him. Man, I, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I've had so many, like, I, I don't think you it's want... that I've had so many realizations of what Canada is as far as when it comes to race and a lot of, like, welfare issues and stuff because I work in, like, social services area in the end of the day. But, like, man, just so many things that my parents used to say to me growing up and that I used to think was, like, a little bit wild or a little bit too, a little bit too biased, like, have just been slapped in the face with, like, certain realistic things in Canada that, like, at this point, I'm like, man it's not to compare it to the u.s or anything but it's like there's a lot of things that canada have been wilding out for that like they've been allowed to go on for too long and it's just been like they're just like they've been trifling in a lot of ways and that's why i think it'd be that's why i think it'd be good for him to be the prime minister oh no no straight up i just and i I think i I think don't think it's gonna happen because i just i don't know if i have the faith the faith in canada to really like step up and be like yeah we're gonna and I'm not saying because he's like, um, like he's like um, not Caucasian. You know what I mean? 
I just don't know if people are ready to also embrace the NDP as a as a federal level government because wherever they've been embraced, um, provincially, provincially or even municipally, <laughs> like I I don't see massive issues with it. Like they're not great like any other political party. Not no political party is perfect. And yeah, I'm easy to say I'm a little bit biased in the way that I I don't know. I'm not I'm not driven by money at all times like money doesn't drive my sense of purpose of life it's nice it's really it's really nice to have and it's probably the number one enabler like money is the number one vessel or the number one enabler to do true so that's where i know realistically money is important so in some way shape or form it is important to me and in my life but it's not my number one goal so I'm not like, I don't really worry too, too much. I guess it's not that I worry too much, but I don't really like vibe and agree with a lot of sometimes the conservative financial values and their fiscal way. They always tend to cut from the left and the left part of the programs. And there's some countries and some other systems I see that run a little more 50-50 or as some conservatives would like to say, they run off like, a more of like a 70-30 split, whatever. Um, and people get taxed a little bit more. But they live a better life. They look to live a little better life, at least from the outside. And yeah. it seems a little bit easier. And especially in like, when it comes to work, everyone, it's not that everyone seems respected there. But maybe, maybe they have the Canadian veil. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe every single country's problematic. You know, maybe every place has their own things that are like big issues. But I just, I want to still believe in the fact that maybe from the outside looking in, those other systems of government and those other systems of um, that I haven't yet experienced might be better. Because like those people just, some of those people seem so happy and they're like, I don't know, they're like, even their their way of life, like even like what they're like, they're able to live like and well, I just stuff think like, like there's so like, much better. I think there's a lot more like, there's a lot more countries around the world that you see that aren't as like, on the go. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, like, what, I like Western civilization, like, you know, we're always like, everybody's always going to be doing something. Like, you know, we're always on the go. Like, I'm always, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, like a rat race. Yeah. Like, it's so much is happening <clears throat> all the time that yeah. nobody really gets a chance to like step back see what's really going on but then you see like some of these countries and like some of these places in like europe that i see that i'm like man i would just like love to go live there and that and it just looks like when you see them like on camera or like somebody's videoing like the stuff that's going on there it's more calm like you can just tell like the vibe is like you know it's calmer mm-hmm like, you don't see as many cars on the street, see more people, like, walking, like, you know, just, like, like, that kind of vibe, like, everybody just seems a lot more relaxed. That's true. Over That's here, it's point. not, there's nothing relaxing about shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, there is, but that's why people always tend to get away to, like, the countryside, or people move to small towns. Because the pace of, the pace of life is slowed down because yeah. of the environment that they're in. But it's like, I don't want to have to go live. I don't know. I don't need like a slow pace of life. Like, 
I wanted to move to Vancouver because of, you know, because of what it offers me um, excitement wise and like stuff I can do and bigger city. I just couldn't, but I know what you mean. Like it's, I think it's partially that capitalistic mindset. That's kind of, you know, like it's, it's either a nurture or a nature thing. Like if your parents kind of believe in it, then it's a nurture thing as well as like a nature in your environment. If your parents don't really believe in it, like mine, it's kind of like a, a, a nature thing. You kind of just, your environment gets it into you, but you like innately, some people like innately just want money and want to go, go, go because you're told that anytime that you're taking any time for yourself, you're doing fuck all. You're yeah. not being efficient. You're not working. You know, um, I always think of, I always think of this one saying, like whenever I talk about this, cause this topic comes up, I think a lot with me when I tell people or when I just conversate with them about the whole go, go, go mentality, like you're saying, cause it's like annoying to me, I think. Um, I always think of people saying like, there's that idiom where it's like, um, idle hands are the devil's plaything, And I'm like, man, if that isn't some capitalistic, get your ass moving, get to work and make money type fucking idiom, you know, like using religion to like indoctrinate and move ahead with that shit. Like, come on. You're telling me that people can't have just a little bit of time to themselves. They can't just sit there. They can't relax. Like, that's a gross mentality. That's why I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, like, make sure whatever my career is that I'm able to be mobile. Like, I want to be able to, like, like I want to be able to, like, go wherever I am, I could be working. You know what I mean? Like, say, <clears throat> say, like, I'm working, I make a lot of money, or, like, at least enough that I could go on a vacation, but like while I'm on that, not really a vacation, but like while I'm away from the city, I could still get some work done if I needed to, but not have to spend a lot of time in that work. Fair. Like that's like, I think that's ideal for me, like to be able to like go somewhere like remote and be able to kind of be on vacation, but like working at the same time. That's like, that's ideal for me. And it, okay. it keeps life interesting. Like, you know what I mean? I go to Hawaii, fucking work from like remotely, and then like go out, go to the beach. Like, just shit like that would be cool to me. You know what I mean? I think that's why a lot of people, <clears throat> even if they can't necessarily work like remotely, they just tend to, people have moved on to having like multiple uh, streams of income. Yeah. So if you do have if you do have a job that seems to be a little bit of a tie down job and you want to take like a, a vacation from it or you want to just take, you know, maybe you want to take a hiatus for six months. But you have two or three other streams of income that can kind of still keep you afloat in the meantime. I think like that's what a lot of people have been going to as well. Which yeah, is really you, smart. You got to be diverse. You got to have like you got to have your hands in as many cookie jars as you can at the end of the day. You know, I just, it's so surprising to me, though, how (laughs) the same capitalistic mindset and the same, like, market economy that we have, they tell you so much to, like, be diverse in your investments and your stocks and shit, but they're not telling that about jobs. They want you to be loyal to one place and tied down. (laughs) Like, they want you to be controlled by them. Well, you know, that's, the thing is, though, like, that's, like, 
that's just the world that's, the world's changing that's just, like that's, that's just, just how life me, though like when but that's just how life used to be difference. though yeah that's true like think about it like when our parents were growing up when their parents were growing up it was you're gonna go to school you're gonna graduate and you're gonna get a job and then you're probably gonna be in that job for like 20 30 years that's just how life was. Wait, how how young do you think people were retiring back in the day? Twenty to thirty years. And some of these people no, got maybe, a job like, all right, maybe, right at maybe, eighteen. Maybe, <laughs> all right, yeah, you're right. Maybe forty. In there for at least all right, all right, 40. All right, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 whatever, 45. whatever. Forty-five. <laughs> whatever. So like, God damn, twenty to thirty is like is like the goal. Get the hell out! Either way, Get either way, out. they're either way they're they're longer than a decade. Let's just <laughs> no, that's true. Let's just say that. But that's yo, that's just how it was. Now people are growing like the younger generation. Now people are like seeing like there's more stuff that I can do. I don't need to be tied down to one thing. I think that's like another misconception is like where people think the degree they have that they get kind of <coughs> ties them to that field. Okay. Yeah, that's like, true. Like I I think people people need to be like more people need to realize more that like they're just because you majored in something in, in school, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily have to be like your whole career. Well on the flip side, there's some people who go in with like really good intentions to get a degree and then they can't get a job like they want to get a job in that area and they can't because the way the school system's worked out, I, I think it's a business. I'm biased to it. You'll probably hear it a lot on this fucking show. So just might as well get used to it. I think it like the school is a fucking business. University is, a is business. just a business. It's just an institution to make money. Yeah, there's a lot of really good things and a lot of positives because I went to university for a bit. I had my experience. It wasn't like everyone else's or maybe it is like a few people, but we won't get into that. All I wanted to say is, that yeah, um, you have people who get a degree, and they intend to want to be in that area, but because of the way school works, they have to take like an X amount of school, or they're like, oh sorry, we didn't teach you this in this time, so actually you have to now go do this, or like actually, you'll have jobs where like, oh I'm sorry, you get certified, like, or well <laughs> sometimes you have jobs like actual like um, organizations who look <laughs> at that degree and they're like. It's, they don't say it to you, but you can tell they're looking there going, why are you teaching? Why are for four years, are you learning a degree? Like, why is school basically making, like, for psychology, for example, for four years, it's an under, like, it's just an undergrad, right? But, like, I don't know very many people who have taken a psych degree. And I'm not shitting on psych degrees. That's what I wanted to take. But um, I realized, like, you can't take, like, a four-year degree and then go work. <laughs> Very, very, very seldomly do you find a career in psychology with um, My mom's undergrads in psych. Minimum, you need minimum two to four more years. And that's like, that's a lot of time to invest into like school, money. Like a lot of things are going to fall at the wayside because it's not like, Bro, my, my it's not like mom... any degrees in the master's get easier. Some people don't want to go take a master's and a doctorate yeah. just to end up starting. And then let's say, Here's the other shitty thing, and then you can go. It's just uh, the other shitty thing is 
you go and you get your undergrad. So let's say you get your undergrad and then you go and get your master's or your doctorate and you're like, fuck it, I'm ready. I'm going to go straight into the psychology thing. A lot of people then don't want to give you an entry level or you end up taking an entry level job and entry level pay when you should be making well, like well, like way more than that because you have the knowledge. But then people are like, oh, you don't have experience. Well, it's like, well, fuck you. How am I supposed to get experience while I'm spending eight fucking years trying to get a degree so I can work in this area? Like, what, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's too much. Yeah, I, I like, I kind of subscribe to, there's a lot of jobs you can get, like a lot of professions you can go into that you don't necessarily need to get a college degree to be successful with. Yeah. I'm noticing that more and more. Like, as long as you have the skill and the ability to perform the job well, you're going to do it. You're going to do it just as good as somebody who has a four-year degree. Well, yeah, like, well, I don't know, trade schools kind of shows you that. Well, they go. What about, what about like, what about like coding? Like, you can learn to code on your phone and then go get into the tech sector and you could be sitting next to some kid who, spent four years in school to get into the tech sector and you're like, yo, I learned how to code in like two months. I'm not like as if you're going to pick it up that quick, but it's like, I learned to code in a fraction of the time you spent paying someone to teach you how to do this. Yeah. It's like, I taught myself how to code for free and now I'm getting paid. Like there's, there's certain jobs like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. It's just like, and I know I may come off as like slightly annoying when I go on those rants, but I don't know, man. I've just had so many, I think I just like within my own experiences, I've just had so many friends who mirror the same things or just other people I've worked with. And I'm like, it's so ridiculous that these institutions continue to get away with some of this shit. Like fuck so many people over. What are you going to do, man? It's never going to change. It's I know, never, like, it's just, like, it's never frustrating. Gonna change. If anything, it's only going to get worse. I don't know. There's some people, like, I, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying you can't succeed when you go to school. I am, I'm props to everyone who has ever gone to post-secondary and has succeeded because it works at a certain level. I just think that it could be a little bit more open to people. It could, I don't know. I don't know. I think it could just be a little bit better, but I digress. Yeah. Man. So off the school talk. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> well, we did like politics. So yeah, we did. like living in Canada and the U.S. and like you not. I'm trying to talk home, about some. Of course, yeah, we got into so that tough school. to not get off of it. <laughs> I don't know, man. But, but yo, I, 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 we gotta I, talk about some po- some positive. How football's back. I want to talk about how okay. football's back. I was just about to start there. Yeah, yeah. Go this, ahead. This is just a good time in general for sports. Like, let's start number you know, one. You know what's – hold up. Yeah. You, know what's, you know what's dope about sports right now is, like, because of what happened with COVID, shutting down two – three leagues, I guess, that were, like, in their seasons. Mm-hmm. Now we get to, like, watch all of them at the same time, which is dope to me. Like, I love that yesterday, like, a Stanley Cup champion was crowned. And the NBA Finals, 
the NBA finals are starting what tomorrow. Football yep. football's on. Like it's just a dope it's just a dope time <clears throat> to be a sports fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, shout out to Tampa Bay. But it's like a dope <laughs> for winning their first Stanley Cup, because we know you guys didn't win in 04. Yeah. All the Calgary Flames fans know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> Bro, I, I get heated, bro. Uh, Seeing Tampa Bay with the Stanley Cup, and you're like, man, bro, you nah. motherfuckers know that puck was in. Sometimes, like, yeah. sometimes I'll be, I'll just go and I'll watch that video, and then I'll just get mad. No, nah. like I'll go watch, I'll go watch that video, and just want to like fight somebody from Tampa Bay, <laughs> and go find that, and go find that ref. I can't remember what that ref's name was, but everybody knew his name in Calgary. But that puck was... I'm pretty sure he was a brunette. That puck was in, motherfucker. Fuck. Yeah, kicking motion my ass. That's... Yeah, man. That set Calgary back... What? When was that? 2004? Fucking 16 years, bro. We haven't been the same in 16 years. Well, you know what also (laughs) fucked them? And, like, that's not something they could help. There was a lockout immediately after they went on their run. So it's not like they could try to rekindle it the next year with the same team. Couldn't carry any momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Tampa Bay. (laughs) (laughs) I like his prop to Tampa Bay. No, No, I'll give him congratulations, but fuck you still. Uh... But, yeah, football's back. But, but, okay, not not trying to rain on your parade, but – Two games, two games may be rescheduled in the NFL because of some positive COVID tests. It's breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, we don't have a sound button or anything, so that's breaking news, man. I fuck. I don't know. Right? I hope. I hope it like. I hope I they. Really... Po- I hope they postpone it and don't just like. All right, we're gonna have to shut shit down. No, it just it's whack because. This is where the okay. Well, we'll get onto that part after. I'll, we're not going to talk about the fantasy part just yet. But one, like on top of all the fucking injuries, <laughs> on top of the massacre that has been happening in the end, when it comes to injuries, I just really was thinking, wow, it looks like COVID really isn't affecting them, and there it is, going into week four. I think they'll get it sorted out, like. It's you know it's tricky about about this shit is like who knows how long they've actually been sick for like the way these tests work, you know what yeah. I mean? And I was I was expecting it because it some people got it in the NHL too, right? Because they have to they're still trap. Oh no, it was baseball because they're still traveling like across the country. You gotta you gotta expect like one or two people along the way to get clipped. That's true. Like it's not it's not surprising to me just because like just based off the fact that they have to travel it it doesn't really surprise me if all the te- like because you know like if all the tests come back and it's just isolated to like people who are traveling and not everybody who works within the facility and like who don't travel and stuff you know it happened from them traveling that's true. So like I, I'm not too worried about that. I think they'll be fine. I hope they just put those games like to the end of the season. Because right now, the fantasy team's looking good, 
and I got three players on. I got three players on Tennessee Titans. Like they're holding my squad together. So, who do you have? You have the kicker, Henry. I've got I got Gaskowski. I got Henry, and I got Johnu Smith. So, fucking Smith. If any, yeah, I can't afford to. I can't afford to lose a week. That's looking to be rescheduled, yo. I can't afford to lose a week. Well, it's like. Well, because you were just like, yeah, because you jumped into fantasy. I just, I have two leagues that I'm in, and it's so whack. They don't want to open, like, they, they're opening up the IR to, like, COVID. But I don't want to open it up to, like, everything else. And with, like, this year, like, come on. Like, look, the, look at the first three weeks. Look at all yeah. the names that have gone down. You've got, like, everyone knows the notable ones. Barkley's out for the year. CMC's out for three weeks. Minimum. MT's probably yeah. going to be out for another week, I think. That's a people high. Are going, that's a high ankle. People sprain. are going down left, right, and center. Yeah, like that. That that Michael Thomas one's a high ankle sprain, <clears throat> especially for a wide receiver. Like you got to plant off those, off those feet. Like that's your, that's your money, your hands, and like your footwork. Yo, you think homeboy from the Jets is getting fired? Gaze? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I honestly <laughs> thought. Um, once that news, like once that like news dropped that they were saying like the owners and everything were going to be paying close attention, I was like, I he's out. But then Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold's dumbass opens his mouth and goes like, I stand behind Gates. He's a great, like, he's a great coach. He's a terrible fucking coach. It's like, dude, for the last what two years, if I'm not wrong, he's been saying he wants to like, he wants to uh, quicken the pace of his offense. And if I'm not incorrect, they're in last in pace of offense or plays per game, and then second last in pace. So, like, pace of offense, those are interchangeably. But they're last and second last. Either way you look at it, either way you cut it, come on. Like, what well, are you doing? There's a lot of problems with that team. The first one being the coach. The second one being, like, why – why did they sign Le'Veon Bell? I dude, that's not a bad this signing. No, nah, here's I why it's a bad signing. It's not because a bad signing. it's a bad signing because Adam Gase didn't want him. No, but that's a, that's the thing. It's not a bad but signing. But they yo, they just player. No, nah, but here's the issue, bro. They just did they sign Bell first or Gase first? I'm pretty Either sure they way. signed I'm pretty sure they signed Bell first and then because whatever happened. All right, like, then why the fuck be, would you I'm Why the sure fuck would the you G- hire Adam Gase then? No, but didn't the GM That's, didn't the GM get fired or something? Beat. I'm pretty sure that like Adam Gase now has like control of like is why Adam Gase why would like you, Bill O'Brien? Bro, I don't know. Okay, so why would you why would you hire Adam Gase if this guy's like I don't want <clears> Le'Veon Bell in my offense? But he said it afterwards. Stupid motherfucker! Like, like they hired him, and then I'm pretty sure he came out and was just like I don't think Adam, he's like. Le'Veon's gonna have to compete for, for everything in camp. Pretty much saying like I don't really want him. Like the best running back in the NFL. He was he was like, he was up there in those talks of being one of the best at that point. I agree. It's just bad. They're bad, bro. I, I don't know if Dan Quinn's gonna get fired or not, but the Falcons. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't want like to two, pick on them too much. It's too so I'm, I'm going to go in on them right now because it's <laughs> hilarious. 
I, bro, I, I've never. I've. <laughs> I told, I told Raheem because he's a big Falcons fan. I was like, bro, the Falcons are the best NHL team in the NFL. Jesus for Christ. three, for three quarters they look phenomenal. They're like, yo, shit, like. Matt Ryan looks like he can be the MVP. Like you're like Ridley sick. Julio obviously is a fucking monster. Bro, they, I saw some hits like from the defense. I'm like, yo, these guys flying around out here. Then the fourth quarter comes along. And it's like all of a sudden they forgot how to play football. Uh, oh, what? What the fuck? Yo, everybody on that team would have been cut. After that Cowboys game, the ball gets kicked. Oh and my! Oh my God! And it's spinning. It's spinning so fucking slow, like just spinning. And it gets to the ten yard mark, and everybody from the Dallas Cowboys, I mean from the Falcons, is just staring at the football. Like Dude, yo, I do we believe it? Like yo, do we touch this or? Do you think that's a? Do you like think what that's are you like doing? A... But is that like a? Do you think that's a preseason? Not having a preseason, like even though we consider them professional bruh, athletes, bruh, like grown bruh, ass bruh, men, bro, bro, no, 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 nobody, no, here. no, nobody on that team's getting bailed out, bro. <laughs> these these guys have been playing football for no, 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 bro. How how long these guys been playing football for? They've been in Pop Warner. They've been in high school. They've been in college. Now they're in the NFL. If somebody onside kicks the fucking football, <laughs> jump on the fucking football. It's live. Are you? Yeah, it's live. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? They all <laughs> stood there. There was like five or six, six of these motherfuckers standing right there, and they just watched <laughs> the football. Fuck. Jump on it, like, yo. I'm fine if yo. I'm fine if all right, Dallas kick that ball off and somebody from the Falcons goes to jump on it, they don't get it. That's cool. That's one that's completely different. These guys stood there. <laughs> My God. They're they're all like, yo, we just saw those San Francisco injuries, so nah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just let that shit happen. And then they're playing Chicago. Can't figure out who the fuck their starting quarterback is, so and you're gonna me. let and you're gonna let them get back in the game. <laughs> Big Dick Nick, okay. I've been saying it, and I will always be that person. Big Dick Nick, bro. These guys had two touchdowns called off. The Bears had two <laughs> touchdowns called off, and the Falcons still lost. Uh, oh, that man's man. is uh no. Nah. No, that I don't know. Nick Foles, Nick Foles always tends to step in at the right time with the right team as a backup. I don't know. I'm not a massive like, not a huge big dick Nick fan. I just like that that's his nickname. But still, I'm more shocked the Bears are three and zero, but they haven't really played anybody good. Like when they play the Packers, mm-hmm. ugh, it might it might get ugly. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm happy. I'm just like happy. Like football is back. That's like my favorite sport to watch. But like, I'm also excited for these finals starting. Do you already like? Do you, are you going with everybody and saying it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be the Lakers? 
Because that's like that's that's the popular opinion right now is the Lakers. Me, I haven't kept. Here's up, like, what here's what I'm gonna say. I I think this series goes to seven games. And I okay. think Okay. I think whoever wins this series yeah. is whoever has the ball with like twenty seconds left, game seven. For me, who I'd like to see win, Miami. Okay. See I, I'd like to see Miami win just because like I I don't know, I like I like the vibe of their team more than I like the Lakers vibe. Mm-hmm. But like also like, that's me. Like, Miami's my pick. It would be dope to see L.A. win, though, especially because, like, LeBron's had – LeBron should have been the MVP. He's had a crazy year. So, I think, like, he's on a mission right now. Like, okay. for, and then, like, with Kobe passing away, I feel like it'd be, like, great just for L.A. to win it for Kobe. Fair. And, like, just – and I kind of want to, like, see Dwight Howard get his first ring because <clears> – <throat> He's been in the league for a while. He was like, there was a time frame there where he was like the best center in the N- NBA. So like, Dude, it'd be he was nice, undis- undisputedly it, the best at a point. It'd be nice to see him like finally get a ring and like, you know, get that monkey off his back, especially because of how well he's been playing. Like he's this is the best I've seen him play basketball in probably like three years. So he's looked good. So like, I if. I think it's going to – I don't know who's going to win, though. I think it's going to go to game seven. And like I said, whoever is the last possession of the basketball is probably going to win that game. I think it's going to be – That's a good – I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a game seven fucking three-pointer game winner. Like, it's going to be a good series, though. Like, I'm excited. The only, like, I, the only reason why I think it's going to go to seven is because, like, Miami has nothing to lose, and they're gonna play like they have nothing to lose. That's true. They got and they got a bunch of young guys on the team who like don't even look phased by the fact that they're in the playoffs. And I don't think, I don't like game one. I think they'll probably it'll be tough for them. But once they get into that rhythm of like the series, yeah. It's it's gonna go to seven games. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. Like I'm excited to watch that. Where do you where do you think that energy is coming from though? Because you're saying like the rooks, like yeah, like I've that's probably been one of the one of the biggest like um, conversations I've been following on Twitter. I don't know if it's like a really big conversation publicly all the time, but um, that's one of the ones that I have like kind of bookmarked on Twitter. Is I'm just following <clears throat> the whole rise of the rookies in in Miami and then like. Uh, Jimmy Buckets just kind of coming in and kind of like just doing his shit and you know I getting, think you got to look at getting all mentality. his belt, get, getting all his shit off because you know he's always been shit on for a lot of things in his attitude. But where do you think it's coming from? Like, do you think it's like a mix? Is it like just like a perf a perfect storm type situation? Like everything fell into the right place? I think it's uh, <clears throat> I think it's the mentality that team has. Like, I think they all have. I think a lot of those guys on that team have, like, Jimmy Butler's mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's been looking for for so long to play with. Like, just some people who are, like, some junkyard, like, dogs mentality. Like, they just – they don't really care too much about how they're performing, but they they want to win. 
I think that's that's why their team is so good right now. Like Jimmy's had some games where he hasn't like played the greatest and they've won. And he even said after that after that uh after the game he like that one game he was like it doesn't matter like if I'm producing, like as long as we're all producing and we win, it doesn't matter how I played. So I think that's where I think that's where it comes from. That's fair. That's a good point. I didn't even, yeah, just because like from what I've been following, it's kind of what you're saying, but also just people can't believe how these rookies are playing. Like that's like I think people are just kind of, you know, from the from the analysts that are talking about it, and then just the general population of Twitter's and Bruh, like whatever else I, I follow. It's just I've been watching Tyler this... Harrow, right? Yo, I his last name Harrow. Hero. I was watching Tyler Harrow's like high school highlights and watching yeah. this guy like. <clears throat> Play, <laughs> bro. I watched this one highlight. It's the whole team is black that he's playing against. He's crossing, crossing all these kids, like talking shit. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing's gonna bother this kid. And I think, <laughs> bro, I you get you gotta go look up his his high school tape, and yeah. and watch like the amount of shit he talks. And like, I, you gotta go watch his go look up his high school highlights. Watch like the amount of shit he talks, like the like his swagger, like how he plays. Yeah. I was like, yo, when this when this kid gets to the NBA, like he's he's not gonna have a hard time transitioning because he's not a he's not like a afraid of anything. Fair. And I, I think I think uh for the NBA especially, like that mentality is is important. Like you can't you can't go into the NBA with like all right, it's going to take me – you know how the NFL, like, can come in and be, like – they kind of expect, like, that learning curve because, like, you get into the – in college and, like, your playbook's probably, like, you know, not too many pages. You get to the NFL, like, that thing looks like a fucking encyclopedia. You're also so, getting smacked by some big-ass men. Yeah, like, everybody's bigger. <laughs> everybody's bigger, faster. Like, the game's faster. It's moving at a different pace. Like, yeah. it, it takes a little bit of time for you to adjust. I think when you get into the NBA, it's like, yeah, you're you're adjusting to the game, like the speed of the game, like how people are playing, but also like you have to have like a different type of mentality when you go into basketball. I feel like because you you can get a lot more exposed in a basketball, like on a basketball court. I feel like because there's less there's less moving parts. Like if so you're, you're not playing like, well, like if if you can't get it in the NFL, like it's you're just not gonna play. But in the NBA, like a lot of times, like if you're like a, a first round pick, they're gonna throw you into the line of fire. So you better figure it out like ASAP, and you can't have that like scared ass mentality in your head. Like <laughs> you got no choice. Like you have no choice other than to go out there and just fucking play. Otherwise, hurt. otherwise you're gonna be in the G League. Like yo, NFL. If they bounce you to the practice squad, like at least, at least you know you're making like a hundred thousand. Like, yeah, you're, you're making a pretty. Penny. You're make you're making like some some decent money, like that you can actually live off of, bro. If you're in the G League, like you're working at winners on the weekends. 
Home Depot stocking shelves. Like you're not making a lot of cash. So you really got to be like, you got to be prepared. Like there's no waiting around for you to get it in the NBA. Like you got to be, you got to go in there with that, like that mentality. Like I'm here to, I'm here to play basketball. and like, I'm here to stay in this league. Does the G League really pay that bad? Let me check. I, I don't think you, like, I, I don't think you get paid a lot. Yeah, but I wonder if, like, it's just, like, a lot in comparison to the, like, what their, like, counterparts and the higher tiers are getting paid, or if it's, like, legitimately just bad all around. I don't know. There's that one dude who was in the G League for, like, tw- like 20 years, and he he's still broke. <laughs> Wasn't that the guy that went and played oh, like his first God, professional though. game with the Lakers at some like so <laughs> for f- so the base salary is seven thousand per month or thirty five total for the five month like season. Dude, that's not bad. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. That's not bad at you, all. Bro, but you're only getting paid for that five-month period. Then what? Yeah, but that's 35K. I'm not saying that's like a ton, but I'm saying like then you got seven months to figure your other shit out. But that's a nice. Question. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna be a Home Depot fucking stock of shelves. <laughs> I don't know. You could be a basketball coach. For who? Go be a basketball tutor. I don't. I don't want my kid learning from somebody in the G League. I want an NBA coach. <laughs> and bro, you're not even in the league. Like, get out of here. You're not. You're not coaching my son. What about just a basketball trainer then? No, you're not. Go get me Steph Curry, bro. I don't want to. Dude, but there's what about those people? Those there's <laughs> my, those people my kids are going. Like... My kids are going to Steph Curry's camp. They're not going to the nigga who's been in the G League for 15 years and okay, couldn't okay, make okay. it to the NBA. Hear, hear me out. He's hear like, don't out, worry, bro. I'll get you into the NBA. <laughs> oh, how many games do you play in the NBA? Like five. <laughs> that'll... I play like five. Like fuck out of here, bro. You're not coaching my son. Oh my god, fuck! That'd be like it's a, that'd be like going to Tom Brady's. Money. That'd be like going to Tom Brady's football camp, and his backup is the. Is the coach. <laughs> uh, uh, like yeah, this is Tom's camp, but we run it for him. Like nah, fuck you! I want Tom Brady to show my kid how to throw football, not you. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Brian Hoyer. You're like, <laughs> uh, uh, that's not an ideal situation, dog. I guess you make a valid point. It's a valid point. Fuck. Jesus. Anyways, the other side of football. How's your fantasy squad looking? Like, how's the record? You got three Titans. That's all we know. <clears throat> I am. I'm two and one right now. Two and one? Yeah. Yo, last so like it's third weekend. And you know how I do, of course, I'm leading the league in scoring. Yeah. For like the third straight year. You played with me last year, you saw I know how to draft a team that can put up some numbers. 
Yeah. So I won the first week pretty easy just because, like, the guy I was playing, he had some injuries. But, I, like, I did, that was, like, my – I put up, like, 110. Like, it wasn't great. Second week, I put up, like, 128 points and yeah. lost. Bro, how do I put up 130 and lose? Man, I've seen a lot of that lately. But that's in, like – but that's in like standard scoring. Like if I put a one thirty and lost a PPR, I would understand. Okay. But Fair. this is standard scoring. This is, is not yeah. Bad. If I put up one thirty in standard, I should I should win. But I, I lost. I was like fuck. And then this past week I put up one fifty. Mm-hmm. And like obviously like if you put up one fifty in standard, like there's no way you're fucking losing. But yeah, man, I put a one one thirty and lost. Like, how the fuck does that happen? God damn. God damn. God damn. No, I think I uh, one of my leagues. I don't know. I'm not even really like worried about that league. But that league, I'm one and two, so that sucks. But it's like. I don't know. We didn't know all the rules going into it originally. Like, it was just, like, a bad vibe going in originally. Like, it was really last minute. So, I didn't really even really prepare for it. But it's still still on me. Obviously, not doing... I'm not kicking ass in it, so it's not a big deal, whatever. But... I'm never doing more than one fantasy league ever again. No. I will... In all fairness, it's because I was only, do, I was only doing Dynasty. Like, I did... Uh, I only had a Dynasty league this year. And then I'm co-own... I co-own another Dynasty League with Andrew. So, um, Dynasty League is just, like, a little bit, like, different. You, like, weekly pickups and stuff like that. It's more like you're just planning. But, uh, oh, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I got time stamp this. Bro, oh, I, just took, I just took the fucking biggest hit. God like, damn, bro. It's, like, a minute 30... Right before yeah, minute thirty two. I got it. I'm not putting this shit in the podcast as me like <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I might have to cut out that whole segment. Uh, shit. <clears throat> and we're back. Bro. <laughs> I'm gonna get off football. Cause I want I wanna talk about my big brother obsession. Nah, you ain't just gonna pass over I'm... me telling you that I'm fucking undefeated on in my dynasty league. I'm whooping it's a, ass. It's the third. It's the third week. You're gonna lose. When, when I, you know what? Fuck you. It's like next week is the battle of the undefeated. It's me and this yeah, one and other kid. And and when we come back to talk next week, tell me how you lost. You know what? You know what? Just because of that, just because of that, I'm gonna set the perfect lineup. You know, this squad, this squad was meant, it was built last year to compete for this year, and that's what we're doing out here. Okay, we're three and zero. Only because Jackson had to be a. I don't even know what happened yesterday. He couldn't throw a random ass TD pass to Mark Andrews, who also dropped it in the end zone. I didn't score more, but by next week you'll see. I'm gonna be undefeated next week. I'm saying it here and now. All right. 4-0, undefeated. I'm going to have – I'm going to tell you. 
I'm gonna tell you just real quickly right here. Where is this at? Where is this at? I currently am running 405 points in three weeks, averaging just over 130 a week. By next week, I'm gonna be sitting at 550. Best believe I'm dropping 150 this week. All right, I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna hold you to it, bro. I'm dropping 150. If it doesn't happen, oof, I'd be upset. Let, let me know. I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> I just go in every week on a on a hope and a prayer. I'm like, fuck it. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Nah, same. I think I just actually <laughs> want this four or no, just because I'd be so many games ahead of people. Yeah, but. like it, it's nice to have that cushion. How, what was your what was your buy-in? Uh hundred bucks. Yeah, same. Like when you're playing for money, like you want that playoff spot, like ASAP. Yo, I'm also pretty sure that first place takes home because it's a ten man. I'm pretty for, I'm sure you're pretty sure first place takes home seven or eight. Yeah, like you just gotta so, worry about qualifying for playoffs and then you just like chilling for the rest of it. Not but chilling, that's why but... I want that cushion, yo. I've gotten lucky with it. Hoping to get yeah, as big same. of a cushion as I can now. Because I think I'm going to get slapped with injuries soon. I'm like one of the only teams that has managed to stay semi-healthy. COVID's going to so, fuck, fuck me this week if that Titans game gets delayed. Fuck. If that Steelers um, game doesn't go, though, I don't know. Like, I got a few. I got two Steelers that I got to. Luckily, it's Dynasty, but still, I feel comfortable running at least James Conner since he's actually been playing decent last two games. Yeah, if, that, if the Titans don't play, I lose for sure. Like it's a guarantee. Who wants to listen? Anyone who wants to step in at any point. Thanks for joining. But also, you know, we're thinking of dropping weekly episodes. Hopefully able to record post-games. Post-NFL games, that is, every week. Post in the coming days. Can't say we're going to promise with, you know... Corey's got a constant schedule, which is really nice, so it'll be really good. If anything, I'm going to be the variable in this, you guys. I'm going to have random call-in shifts and stuff. That's just how life be right now. Hopefully, I'm able to get a second a second job that just gives me, like, stable hours, you know. But um, hoping to be doing all these posts the game, posting them, what, one to three days after, hopefully. Hopefully Wednesdays. Yeah, hopefully Wednesday is aiming, like, unless I have to work and we have to, like, record a little bit later or something, maybe maybe Thursday, Fridays. We'll see. We'll try to keep it as consistent. Um, yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much it. What about you? Yeah, man, I'm good. Thanks, everybody, who uh, took the time out to listen to our first episode. It's only going to get better from here. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to let us know if there's anything you want us to touch on. Bear with us. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, thanks. yeah, thanks for listening, and have a good day.